What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Vile Files, Going Deeper Edition. I'm your host, Nick, joined by Ellie and Amanda. Ladies, how you doing? Good. Great. We had a great interview. Yeah. It's like good, very positive good, vibes. Good, vibes. good yeah, moods the, all the around. The yeah. are in town. Tay and Taylor Lautner. Obsessed. Uh, you might know them from uh, the internet or... <laughs> Taylor from Twilight. A little ditty called Twilight. Uh, Shark, Shark Boy. Boy Lava Girl. Shark Boy Lava Hell Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Close your eyes. Valentine's Day. <laughs> dream, dream, dream. <laughs> we made Nick watch dream, that dream. yesterday. We introduced Nick to the joy <laughs> of Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Uh, before we get to uh, the Taylors, a uh, couple quick housekeeping notes. Don't forget tonight, AMP, uh, our third installment of Better Date Than Never. Our new dating show, all about dating, specifically to dating. We're hearing people's stories. We're talking best practices. We like to debate these dating topics because, you know, there's so many different opinions around dates. And I think tonight we're going to get into double standards. You know, what are the double standards that are out there in the dating space that are either outdated or that we don't agree on? So if you're someone listening and you have some guy friends, we'd love to bring some guys in there to get, you know, their take on, on things that maybe, you know, if we're just being honest, kind of might frustrate us. You know, when it comes to, you know, my, what might be expected of men, but not expected of women in a, in a, in a 2023 where we're talking equality and, and everything should be the same. And we're all for that. But then when we're realistic, when we're being realistic, when it comes to dating, I think we still have certain expectations and traditions that we like to, to hold up regardless of our politics and, and things like that. So it should be a fun discussion. Be sure to check that out. What else are we getting into? Okay, something we need to talk about that breaking just news. dropped. Yeah. Absolute breaking news. For Tom, us. Yeah. Tom Brady has decided he's retiring again. again. And allegedly it's for real this time. Did he mention that it's for real this time? Did he like crack a joke in his message? I didn't watch his full message, but he kind of selfie styled it on the mm. beach. Hey guys, I'm retiring. Thank on you the everyone. Beach. <laughs> okay, he says, good morning guys. I'll get right to the point. Uh, I'm retiring for good. Oh, so the for good seems like a nod to... He does have a, a $250 million TV deal with, I believe, Fox to be their color commentator for like their main game. So like, hmm. so he's he has gonna a reason be okay. to retire. Yeah. yeah. Is he going to try to get back with Giselle? Or, That's my question. Or, or, or did maybe, like we made a big deal about obviously, you know, when they got divorced, it was, it seemed like him playing again played a significant role. She even made comments about like, it's time to put me first, blah, blah, blah. I've done my part, yada, yada, yada. Was it really worth like that extra season? Nine games or whatever the yeah. fuck? I mean, it was like the middle, you know, or let's just call it the whole season. Yeah. One more season. Like, whoo. And if you're Tom, do you, well, do here's you say a, you're sorry? Here's a quote yeah. from Giselle just prior to them getting divorced, where she said, obviously I have my concerns. It, this is a very violent sport and I have my children and I would like him to be more present. I've definitely had those conversations with him over and over again. But ultimately, I feel that everybody has to make a decision that works for them. He needs to follow his joy too. Mm -hmm. So it seems like the way she's setting it up is like, this is a reoccurring topic of conversation, but she has a lot of respect for the fact that like, this is like, I thought it was interesting to use the word joy because it's not just like a professional thing. It also comes to like a core identity and like fulfillment. Thing. Yeah, like and I think that's a lot of things athletes struggle with when they retire and Tom Brady for all his greatness, everything comes with a cost. Totally. And his price might be his inability to like be present or be around other people and like what's going to happen, you know, regardless of whether he sticks to this retirement or not, it will be a monstrous adjustment for him, something he clearly struggled with last time. So how is he going to find that joy and fulfillment in other spaces? It sounds like he's going to 
call football games for Fox and things like that. But I don't think there, I don't think there's any reconciliation in their future. So I'm, I have a question, which is if you're Giselle and Tom comes to you and is like, I fucked up. Like I like I'm going to put it bluntly. I know what I did to you, like the emotional roller coaster. You've been holding down the fort over the like acknowledges all the sacrifices she has made yeah. the way she stepped up as a parent and as a partner and is like, I am so sorry. And I'm ready to do my half and more to make up for all the time I couldn't. Is there a part of you that entertains it? Well, I mean, there's uh, so many things I don't know. But do I for, for question I'd ask myself if despite your flaws as a person, do I still love you? Because I think mm. you can be in love with someone. Um, and, and, and recognize that it's not safe to be with them, you know? And I think you can want to be with someone and recognize that you shouldn't be with someone. You're gonna make me cry in the club. That is like so poignant and true. Yeah. So I would first ask myself, do I still love him? You know, maybe after she asked for a divorce, she realized, you know, I was hanging on because of the kids or the family. Or the routine. You know, or the routine. Because oftentimes scary, big, big scary decisions we won't do because like, it, it seems like such heavy lifting. You know, I've referenced like when I moved to Chicago, you know, I thought about moving to Chicago from Milwaukee for years or when I'm, you know, and then once I did it, I was like, that was easy. You know, like that took an afternoon, but it seemed like such a big thing to do. But then once I did, it, I was like, not that big of a deal. So maybe, you know, I got, I can only imagine divorce seems like a very scary thing. Even if you have all the privilege and the means in the world, like those two did, but now that they've gone through it, is it really worth getting back? So that's the question I asked myself if I was Giselle first. And if she does, if she answers yes to, do I still love him? Then the question is, can I trust him? Because there was a, obviously a violation of trust, even if it's not infidelity. Like they, mm -hmm. it sounds like from an outsider's point of view, they had conversations about next steps in future. And he retired and he reneged on that conversation, which is like, I need to go back. I need to play. I need to do this. And she was like, she sounds like it was stuck with this like, I need to let him find his joy and do this because like as much as I don't, I'm mad he did this, it's almost like he had to do this. But like how do, can she trust him in the future that he can be present and that at the end of the day is willing to prioritize her and the family first rather than his own needs for fulfillment and joy? And can he find joy and fulfillment through his family and totally. being a father and being a wife and things like that? And my guess is it, it might require therapy for Tommy. Yeah. You know? I wonder if Tommy's, is, is, Tommy. you know, maybe yeah. he's getting some like sports medicine therapy and like how to like visualize the winning touchdown and things like that. But has Tom really been broken down? And like has TB12 talked about his parents yeah. and his relationship with his mom and dad? And Seriously, like, so, like, you know, or what is he afraid of or why, why does he, it's like his ability to be the greatest of all time. Again, there is a cost and that cost might be trauma. I don't know. Like maybe he's like, he, he literally wants to win at all costs. It's not fucking normal. I can't like, imagine him normal. having the, the typical capacity for emotions because it feels like he, especially because like- To do what he does, you, come almost, you can't feel. And as a Patriots fan, it's like, it's not just like he's like the goat. It's like, there's these comebacks that feel absolutely like implausible. And so to be able to perform in that like extreme kind of pressure, it's like, how can you possibly be like taking into account and processing emotions when there is that level of like intensity on you and do that so consistently. And it's like, clearly you found a way to like completely com compartmentalize and like become a robot and execute the way, you know, you can in practice in these like insanely high stakes situations. Yeah. Allie, if you were Giselle, would you take him back? I would probably think about it if that was the main reason and it went away. Sure. I, I imagine she's going to have a hard time trusting him. Yeah. 
That, it wouldn't be an immediate yes. No. How do you build back trust? Uh, we have a great episode. I do. I know we don't have time really to get into it because we have an episode to get into, but the eyelash trauma going on on TikTok, if you're not familiar with it. Drama. Ha- drama. Drama. What did I say? Trauma? Trauma. Drama. <laughs> I mean. Whatever. It, trauma for I some people. I think Michaela's probably having a pretty traumatic time. She's- yeah. Give us the quick one sentence of what's going on and I, and I have an opinion on it. Yes. An influencer when making a promo, like a paid partnership with uh, L'Oreal's new mascara was accused of very clearly uh, between takes applying false lashes. Now, there's no evidence of that. She's denied it in the comments, but everybody's saying you put on this mascara and then you applied fake lashes and said, look at what this mascara did, like false advertising, etc. And the debate is like whether... So there's what, I mean, I think most people are like, feel very confident that it is false lashes, although there is still... false. So yeah, so the debate is like, well, in all of these commercials, like... You know, like you were using the example before of like a McDonald's food, commercial yeah. where it's like the food that they're taking a bite into is not what shows up in the bag when you get it. It's not edible. They're, yes. they're literally painting the food, undercooking it. And so it's more supple and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And in L'Oreal's like eye uh, mascara commercial itself, for sure, those models are wearing eyelash extensions. They list it at the bottom. I remember it being like in little teeny little kind of like, translucent font. Model is wearing lash such and such formula of mascara and like false lashes da 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 da, da. like it's always so it, listed but if i'm understanding this correctly the the product that which she's promoting is actually specifically supposed to give you longer lashes yes right and so the analogy i use about fast food like they're selling they're you know they're not selling the appearance of the fast food they're selling the taste of the food and so whether it looks exactly like that or not i don't think they're misleading you by like presenting it and it's more kind of aesthetically pleasing way as opposed to this it's specifically about the length of the lashes and to get the results that they are to get the results to sell it they are uh falsifying i guess the information so i think i would say that's pretty standard practice though in the like skincare industry like i'm sure most of the before and after photos you see have other enhancement whether that's, that's kind of fucked up though. there's fancy. a lot of snake oil stuff when it comes to the beauty and cosmetic industry it's, it's recession proof because we're vain as fuck. But we are told that, you know, we're asked to spend sometimes a shit ton of money on things solely based off of these before afters. And I, I do think that's bullshit uh, to like get people to waste money on shit that literally like you're li- to manipulate. You're lying. That's different than like making a cheeseburger look a little juicier on camera than it is out of like it's fucking fast food. You know, They're, you're not misleading in like that you're getting a greasy good burger or whatever the fuck you know it just might like who wants to buy like like a limp like it, it just doesn't look as good but we all know it's still gonna taste fucking good and we we're gonna have gut rot afterwards like whatevs but like yeah i don't know i think i think there's a distinction there so when it comes to the beauty stuff and if you're, they're making claims that it's gonna do x y or z uh they shouldn't have to fake the result And I get the argument that influencers are a lot of their appeal is that they are supposed to be a more authentic version of themselves presenting there. But I also think we are getting into this. We don't have access to the executives, the people in the C-suite who are making those atrocious advertising decisions that mislead us and manipulate us and delude us into believing that we need these things in order to be worthy. We don't have access to those people. And so I think so often we take it out on the people we do who are less involved in the orchestration. I I think that's an excuse for like if I if someone came to me and said like, hey, here's some like hair supplements. You know, and then talk to your audience about like male pattern baldness, about like guys, you know, guys get very anxious and very insecure 
about the possibility of losing their hair. And then so I did like some sort of ad for some pills you could take to like grow your hair out. And I did a, and I wore a wig or like I put like something in or one of those like, you know, hair plugs, sp- spray painted my hair, I, whatever the fuck, but Toupee. like it made it seem like, like I had these amazing results. And then as a result, a bunch of people bought these pills because I made them believe that these were like the real before and afters that like, I know, I know what's right or wrong and I'm not going to blame just because some CEO said it's cool to do that. I'm not saying that at all. I totally agree with you. I'm saying let's, in addition to having this energy towards Michaela, the TikToker with the lash, like let's also have this energy towards L'Oreal and all the other mascara companies who in their commercials are doing the same shit. They just have more resources. But they list it. That's the difference. Yeah. They have a disclaimer. Both in magazines and on commercials, I've seen them. And that's, you know, with with, with social media. That feels like a... I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you for the listeners. I'm holding my finger incredibly close to Ali's face where it's like it's the same principle of misleading someone. So I hear that it's maybe distinct, but I still think it's an issue and we should combat it. All right. It's Valentine's Day coming up. And ladies out there, if you're looking for the perfect gift for your man, think of Manscaped. Manscaped is making it so much easier for your man to look his best down there also he can smell good with the amazing deodorant that they have that amanda wears uh they have great underwear as well i've loaned it but the, the best part the lawnmower 4.0 the trimmers advance skin safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate parts it's even it even has a 4000k led spotlight so you can shave anywhere your heart desired it is true it's waterproof as well and instead of him having you use your razor or your clippers which they do uh, if you don't know that. If your man does not have a designated bald trimmer, he's either using his beard trimmer or some of your sh- So like- This Valentine's Day, so stop using stop the same razor. Stop using the same razor and get it all from Manscaped. They have a premium body wash, a two-in-one shampoo. They have ball deodorant, which, you know, we don't like We don't like chafing. We don't like sweaty balls. We, uh, you know, Manscaped has it all. It's a, it's a very nurturing company. And also, so this is their platinum package is the perfect thing for Valentine's Day because it has the lawnmower. That's the thing with the LED lights Nick was talking about earlier. It's also a weed whacker, which you can use for nose and ear hair because let's be honest, nose hair is a doozy. They also throw in two free gifts. So their shed travel bag and an anti-chafing boxer brief, which we love to hear. So if you are a non-ball haver like myself and you're like, I don't know what to get, but I want to get them all of it. This platinum package is absolutely perfect. Super high quality all the areas they could ever need to be tending to. Get 20% off and free shipping with code V-I-A-L-L at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code V-I-A-L-L. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's Day. We talk a lot about Valentine's Day, getting to know your partner. We always encourage you to ask good questions, but sometimes it's hard to figure out where those questions come from. I myself, like I'm out there dating and I pretty much ask the same questions to people time and time again. And it's always helpful to use a game or use another way to dive deeper. And that's exactly why you can use Let's Get Deep, which is brought to you by What Do You Meme? We all love What Do You Meme? I would probably trust them with my life. And I'm so glad that I trusted them and ended up getting Let's Get Deep. Hey, Allie. What? What does your version of hell look like? Ooh, having to do the same thing over and over and over again and never making progress. And so we can get everywhere from what's your version of hell look like to 
Where were you at your happiness? What was your first impressions of my family? If you're trying to get a little freaky, sometimes it can be really hard to like have a conversation about your sex life. Yeah, these are great relationship starter games to get to know someone, your family, your friends. Also, maybe create some drama uh, Nick, during the holidays. Where's the wildest place you've had sex? Uh, driving on the freeway. Full sex. Yeah. Wow. But now we know more about Nick because of this game. Yeah, the thing is, go. is that like my boyfriend is someone who is like actually one of the smartest, most in, like empathetic, deep and like emotionally intense people I've ever met. And yet sometimes it can just feel like, how do we find a way to get into those conversations where I get to see all those sides of him? And so what I really like about Let's Get Deep is that it was a nice chance for us to have these and start these conversations. It's a perfect Valentine's Day game to play, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, you want to connect on Valentine's Day. Spice things up this Valentine's Day with the game Let's Get Deep from the creators What Do You Meme? And get 20% off with promo code V-I-A-L-L at What Do You Meme? dot com slash let's get deep again to get 20 percent off go to what do you meme dot com slash let's get deep and use code v-i-a-l-l so let's get deep literally well we have a great episode be sure to check it out don't forget to send those questions at asknick at the dot com for all things asknick whether it's mediation texting office hours we love to hear all your crazy stories it's anonymous so you don't have to worry about people knowing you're weird. I'm just kidding. We're all weird. We're all super weird people. And you all make, everyone who writes in makes everyone feel a little less alone. So we thank you for that. Uh, anything else before we get to the Lautners? Let's jump on in. Let's get into it. Tay, Taylor, welcome. Nick. Hi. How's it going? It's great. Good to be with you guys. I'm clearly doing you're, well. You're crushing life with yeah. uh, the uh, office dog. Yep. <laughs> yep. She's in Ms. heaven Kiki. right now. She's doing great. How is how how is life for y'all? You, you have a new show out, new podcast. That's exciting. Yes, yeah, we just launched. Very exciting. Been working on it for a little bit now, so it's exciting to finally have it out there. Maybe we should just start there before we get into you guys a little bit. Like what what Sweet. made you? You know, there's obviously all all the podcasts out there in the world. Yeah. Uh, you guys have your your marriage, your relationship. What inspired you guys to create this show? Tell us what it's all about and why is it important to you too? Yeah, um, I think I really had no intention of ever starting a podcast or doing it. Um, and I kind of woke up one day and was like, hey, Han, I think I'm going to start a podcast. He was like, what? And I was like, yeah, hey, you're going to do it with me. She tends to do that a lot. She wakes up with these ideas and I'll literally, I'm rolling out of bed and she's been awake for two hours. And, and I'm she's like, like, ready. Guess what I'm going to The brain's going. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw your cover art and I feel like that kind of exemplifies what you guys just described because it's it's you <laughs> uh-huh. and it looks like an Us Weekly magazine cover Yes. where it's uh-huh. like your <laughs> center yes. stage, like you're in the drama or whatever it is, and then like Taylor's the, yeah. the B storyline in yeah. the yeah. picture. Well, well, what was the inspiration of that? Because it's clever, <laughs> it, it, it's attention grabbing, but it, obviously it was deliberate. How did you guys come to that decision? <laughs> so at first he was only gonna be my like part-time co-host. Sure. He was gonna be the full-time husband, part-time co-host. That's how she convinced me to do it. Okay. And <laughs> I knew secretly she breadcrumbed you and uh i knew that once we filmed the first episode he was gonna be hooked Mm -hmm. he's so good at talking he he, he's good like he's just great i knew he was gonna be great at it and so we filmed the first episode and he's like i think i actually i think i actually want to be your full-time co-host and we had obviously done the cover art like a couple months before i had done that shoot and so i didn't bring taylor with me to do 
the podcast shoot because at that time sure. he was just the part time. So at some point we'll have to. I kind of like it. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. You can always change it. We're in the middle of yeah. kind of doing a rebrand ourselves. We've yeah. done this. Will be our third third one. So you can always okay. change it. Yeah. But I, it's a it's a talking point. I mean, yeah. I, I, it was kind of funny that you guys did that. Yeah. yeah. I was terrified of being behind the mic. I'm just not used to that. Okay. So like the idea of being the person who has to like keep the conversation going. Sure, yeah. I was I was terrified of. Why 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 was that? I, just cuz I'm used to being on the other side and I think I just prefer that. I don't have to like do the research and sure. you know, make a great conversation. I just feel like the pressure of it is so big. So when she brought it up, I was like, mm, like I'll jump I'll jump in for every now and then, sure. but but like once the idea starts flowing, it's kind of yeah. fun to feel kind of heard. Feel like it bit. becomes addicting. Yeah. Do you have any reluctance, specifically you, as someone who you know, has been in the limelight uh, for a while? More, you know, again as an actor, you know, traditionally, especially speaking, it's more of a you get to know the actor through kind of the lens of there's a bit of a distance, right? Like someone yeah. like myself, reality TV, and or the influencer space. It's all about like you kind of like yeah. open the door into your life and yeah. things like that and like just celebrity itself has evolved and changed how have you dealt with like the kind of the different expectations from when like you know the twilight days where it was like people would get to know you when you do your press tours and junkets like that and it would be you'd have your anecdotal stories on your late night tv shows yeah but here as a podcast you know uh, i'm assuming you you realize there's an expectation with your audience to really and I hope we have an opportunity that today to get to really know you guys and to you bring bring your audience inside your house, so to speak, yeah. or you know, inside your conversations. How do you deal with that in terms of that kind of vulnerability to expose yourself to people's critiques? Because like as you know, you that's the price of vulnerability yeah. is to like you want to say this, and there are always going to be people who are just like, oh, that's so brave, like we got to know you, but then that always leaves it are open for those people to start picking it apart and how yeah. have you dealt with that it took a while the honest answer is it it took a long time because um i mean when when it first happened um you know when like the the fame first happened all the walls just went up yeah and i didn't it took a while for me to even get social media i was like i don't so much of my life seems stripped away from me and i have no yeah. control over it in some sense I don't like I want the rest to be private yeah. to myself. So it it took a while for me even to just like be fine, you know, being on social media, sharing more of my everyday normal life. And then it, you know, honestly, it, it took taking a step back from the industry for a few years um, and taking time for myself and, you know, time to meet this one and just start that next chapter of life uh -huh. to be like, okay, I feel, I feel ready to, you know, knock down some yeah. of the walls. I remember and, when you started your, your Instagram, you were definitely like late. To I was the late game. to the game for <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was 2016. Yeah. 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 But, uh, no, it feel, it feels good. Um, but you're right. You do have to, th that's another thing is I had to learn to be okay with the criticism because that was tough at the beginning. Um, and you just have to like build this thick skin where you're like, 
you're always going to have haters no matter what you do. So what are some things that you guys do in your relationship or you, especially even before you met, what are some best practices that you guys incorporate to manage your mental health when it comes to social media? Because you know, you can have all the perspective in the world and have people tell you, well, I yeah. don't know you, it doesn't matter. But on yeah. some level, there's things you have to, to do. Like, you know, there's boundaries you have to set with yourself. Yeah. Uh, what are those things that you do to, you know, make it easy on yourself? Kind of like an analogy I use, you know, with people, I like sweets, right? I've used <laughs> this analogy before. So like, it's, e it's much easier to go to the grocery store whenever I go. And for that, you know, 20 minutes, I'm there not to buy the shit I want to eat yeah. because if anyone brings it home and it's in my freezer, in you'll my cupboard, find I'm it. fucked, yeah. Yeah. you know? And so that, you know, and so instead of like doing that, I have the willpower to avoid, you know, doing things. How do you guys do it? Uh, you should speak because she's, she's way better at it than I am. I'm still learning how to, you know, not look at as many comments sure. and finding a way for it not to affect me as much. But she's like pretty bulletproof with it. I don't know how. Like, I know that, that it's there. And I just don't even open the door to looking at you it. You just don't care. Yeah, I think it's just like people are going to have comments about things and whatever. And the only comments I really care about are the people that I'm actually like yeah. face to face seeing that I have that personal relationship with. Yeah. Um. So I honestly just don't even even on I'm trying to I think I'm a little too bad at it because even on my own posts, like it's like every three posts I'll like like my friends comments that like they comment like i don't even look at my own post comments which i probably should be better at that yeah i'll literally be like oh did you see whoever and like commented <laughs> did you see this their comment? Like, i'm like nope no. missed it completely I, but i think you're i think you're good honestly <laughs> like it's nice to be able to see that i try to but yeah i think once you kind of go there it's it's a yeah. challenge and yeah the the compliments from strangers i think are more dangerous than the criticism because that that it subconsciously makes you have to believe the criticism. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when that random true. fan is like, oh, you're so amazing. You yeah. Know, like relationship goals. Oh, like, oh, you're so hot or whatever. You're right. Like, you know, you're like, you're just yeah. like, right. And all of a sudden down below, it's like, you're the worst, you know, fuck yeah. you. And then it kind of like, your your brain is telling you, you can't choose to believe one or the yeah. other. So you yeah. already yeah. let them in. You already so. let them in. Yeah. I know. It's tough. It's, it's tough. It's, it's a tough balance. So, you know, you came from the spotlight. I don't know much about your background, Tay. Like, are you just kind of like a normie? Like, yep. a <laughs> just Tay. Just, just Tay. Tay. How, how did that, when you guys first got to know each other, I know I read that, was it your- My sister. Your sister mm -hmm. knew you and kind of mentioned to you, I think I found your wife, kind of yeah. romantic type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I love if we could just kind of get into, you know, the, the dates that followed. You know, the month or two <laughs> into the relationship, like how uh, on this show is the host of the show. I'm not a big <laughs> like uh, destiny, fate, one and only. It's fun to go back and, and feel that love and connection like it's there. But I personally just think that this world is full of people we can connect with and have desires with. And it's about choosing who you want to be with because yeah. you want to make them a priority. And so I'm yeah. really curious, you know, despite what your sister said, and you know fade and i'm sure you guys had a good couple first dates but what were the things early on or uh, what were maybe some defining moments early on in your relationship but i'd love you for, to for you both to answer the question where you thought 
this could really be, be something. Like, what was something that you guys shared with each other that made you feel like more connected emotionally? Because, you know, we, we, I think there's the physical connection you see in dating, there's that emotional connection. Yeah. I think when it comes to relationships, it's building that emotional connection that makes you feel safe, that makes yeah. you feel like you can really open up. What were some of those defining moments and how did you guys become closer? What pops in my head first is so when we first started dating, we had only been like hanging out for like two weeks. And then Taylor was going to London to film a show for almost three months. Um, and we like went on a couple dates and we we just were kind of like like the last night before he left. He was like, are we going to like make this exclusive? Are Go we steady? Are we going to are we going to like see where this goes? And we were like, yeah, let's do it. So we literally went almost three months just exclusively talking well, right before you're about to peace out yeah i i, I met her i met her like three weeks before yeah. i was leaving for three months but there was like a connection strong enough to be like i don't i mean what do you want to do i mean i kind of i was so nervous to answer i remember when Why? he when he asked he well i just didn't know I had come from like not great relationships. So sure. I thought he was yeah. like, I thought he was like playing a mind game with me when he was like, do you want to be exclusive? But like genuinely, he was just asking my opinion. It's like, is this a fuck boy who wants to sideline me while he's going to London and yeah. do whatever the fuck? Kind yeah, of thing? I was like, uh. She thought I was asking the question, seeking freedom. Like she thought I wanted to hear, yeah. no, it's oh, fine. Okay. Like I, you can I go to know. London and you know, we can pick up and honestly, oh, so it's almost like a, Hey, I'm doing this. I'm smart enough to like ask yeah. to set some mm -hmm. expectations. But the expectation I want to set is this. We're just going to like see other people while we're a world apart. And then maybe we'll circle back. Like laying we'll the trap back. for a cool yeah. girl yeah. or like yeah. a chill girl. Like, yeah. You were wondering yeah. if like, you know, like you were wondering if he was thinking you might be a pick me kind of thing. Yeah. And I think honestly, like I don't even think I answered because in my brain I was like, I mean, I do like him. I would like to like keep talking to him, but also we have known each other for three weeks and he's leaving for three months. So like that's a big commitment for the two of us. So um, you just like left him on red, so to speak. With no, the answer. <laughs> I think I think I was I think I probably just we were in the it, jacuzzi. I probably okay. like threw it back to you, and Set I was like, right. I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, well, what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> knowing me, I probably did that. Yeah, she definitely threw it back at me and wouldn't give me an answer, and my feelings were hurt, to be honest. Really, I um, learned that later on that they were actually hurt because I wasn't like, yes, I want to be with you. Yeah, well, that's a vulnerable question to define yeah. the relationship. I think we. I mean, shit, we get a lot of questions all the time. When should I define it? How should I define it? You're putting yeah. yourself out there. Yeah. Um, and I think from men's standpoint, I think we often like don't want to acknowledge uh, that we get scared to ask that question. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, our feelings might get hurt if, if it's not immediately reciprocated. Yeah. No, that's, and that's what it was. But. Well, like, so what happened? Then? As, as soon as she threw it back at me, she was like, well, what do you want? Because, you know, I'm fine with whatever. And I think I told you. I think I was like... You're literally like, I want to be exclusive. I was like, great, sign me up. Yeah. Let's go. As <laughs> soon as I said, like, I want to do it, she was like, okay. I, <laughs> and I, I was like... I, I love that you did that. Because I, <laughs> I, I don't believe in asking to define. I believe in, like, whoever wants to define it needs to put out what they want. Yeah. Otherwise, it's kind of like, like you said, it's like, well, what do you what the fuck do you want? Like, yeah. You're the one who's bringing it up. Why are you putting this on me, so to speak? <laughs> like vulnerability yeah. chicken. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? But that's, yeah. What we, that, that's the norm. 
the yeah. norm is always like, what are we? You know, what yeah. should we do? It's it and and yeah. then, like you said, once you said, I, wanna I be want to be with this. you. Yeah. Oh, green light! Like yeah. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. So then we went. Like he left and he started working, and then I actually started nursing school at the same time. So we were both like busy, which was nice. But yeah. it was really cool to just start a relationship off like that, like because it there was no physical involved. Like all we could do was talk. Yeah. And I, I got to like, we got to know each other so well sure. and so deep because we, all we did was talk and I was going through nursing school was, is not fun. And so I was going through a rough time trying to figure that out. Taylor adjusting being back to work all the time. So it was definitely like the time difference. I'm in London. She's here. Yeah. So I'd like call her FaceTime her bright and early at 6am before I go to work mm -hmm. and it's, she's getting ready to go to bed um yeah but it, it was great it was a it was a great way to like dive deep right at the beginning yeah. and get to know each other so i love to hear stories of couples and how they communicate through kind of awkward topics you know or challenges and early on there's always you know people talk about red flags all the time and mm -hmm. so like you know, you can have, we all have red flags or the perception of red flags. And then we kind of have to suss them out. Be like, is this a red, is this an issue? Or is this like, yeah, you know, can we work on this? What was like something early on with both of you that you were like, is this a red flag that I need to be concerned? And then how did you address that with the other person to work through that kind of potential like fear or insecurity creeping up? Because I don't know about you guys, but in a relationship, when I'm falling in love, it's like there's this weird kind of thing where like the closer I feel, sometimes the more scared I can become because you yeah. realize the more you love with someone, the more vulnerable you are. Like yeah. you're really like, okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and give you my heart. We'll see where this goes. Yeah. Like how did you guys deal with that? Honestly, I don't know if I had too many red flags with you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she already had like the ultimate stamp of approval from my sister who it's just me and my sister. We're very close. Um, but you know, I, I'm not going to take her word for it. There has to be something more there. Yeah. Um, and there was, but I had just heard so many great things about Tay, uh, before getting to know her that as soon as I started getting to know her, I was like, wow, yeah, she's the real deal. Like whoever ends up with her is a lucky dude um so i didn't have many red flags with you navigating navigating was there like a tough question that you were just like hey there's something i want to know about you and i don't know how to ask it or anything like that i feel this isn't we, we don't have red flags about each other or we just communicate well but what? when we when we first started dating it was definitely like obviously like Friend, my friends start to know like I, I didn't tell anyone yeah. really besides like my close group of friends that we were dating because that's that's just not me I'm not gonna go share it but I definitely like had a lot of people like when I, I would tell people or it would go through the grapevine I'm from like a small town so people would be like oh I thought he did this oh I heard this about sure. him oh this oh yeah. this um, yeah how did you work through that I just I, I think I very much just took it all with a grain of salt and was like okay these I know that a lot of people have a lot of opinions and I think I was smart enough to know at the time that like what we see of celebrities is like not actually what they are sure. or is like a tenth of like the whole thing. So I think I just like took everything with a grain of salt and like 
was like, I'm going to like figure this out on my own. If this is true, if this is true. Um, so yeah, I you mean, just kind of bring it up and ask. Yeah. 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 Or just like felt out his like personality. Cause I, I, I can't remember cause it was quite a while ago, but I'm sure there was people that were like, Oh, I heard this about him. That was sure. like negative. And I'm like, Oh, well, I don't really think that's, he hasn't come across to me like that, but sure. I'll like put that in, in the back of my brain and keep it for a rainy day when maybe he does. But well, there's back to like you said, like, you know, if you want to put on a, a, a bit of a wall to the public, you, the downside of that is you let people write your narrative if yeah, you don't want to sure. write it yourself. And then you have to deal with those types of comments that you're referring to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The toughest thing for me was convincing her I was into her more than a friend. She, for so long... This was before we were dating, obviously. Yes, this sure, was yeah. before we were dating. Well, that's part of the story. Yeah. Yeah, but we... Yeah, like, you're dating, you're just like, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. We'll see. I don't know. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Something seems off. Um, no, this was, be- <laughs> <laughs> this was before we, like, started, but it took, like, I'm not... I guess you could say I'm I'm awkward with no. like making moves. I wouldn't say you're awkward. Okay. I would say you're just very passive and you're very polite. You're not like a Okay. You're like you're like a very soft shoot your shot. Like Yeah. It's 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 like a layup shot, from the free throw rock. Free throw. Line. <laughs> it's like it's it's just like a soft little just a gentle, not trying to <laughs> yeah. get in anyone's way. <laughs> not trying to get in like, the way here. You know, like, just preferably an all you. Yeah. I, you know, I'll pick an assist. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it took it took a few times hanging out, me getting her number, texting her all the time, and she this whole time like thought that I was just like being nice to my sister's friend. Okay. And yeah, well, the first time I went over there, I had no clue that she wanted to set us up. She had only told Taylor. So yeah, she I, wasn't in on it. I had no clue. I was just going over there for like game night. Okay. Yeah. I love games. I was ready. Smarter, your sister, I feel like. Yeah. Take the pressure off. No yeah. one likes yeah. to know they're being set up. Oh, yeah. no. So I was just going in there thinking I was going to play games. And I had like somewhat recently gotten, I had just broken up from a previous relationship. Uh huh. So yeah. I wasn't even really like, looking sure yeah. i was just going to play games my best friend was coming with me um so and then we were just chatting and he's so like he's so normal like he's just so kind and he's so attentive to people and um it was at his house and he just like he just feels very comfortable like he's it's not like this whole like grandiose like he, that's not taylor he's yeah. not like a celebrity that has like the 10 people always around them and there's no was it, yeah. was it weird for you though having seen him on screen to then see him in person and have a conversation with him it's such a boring answer but no <laughs> no like i just i i don't even know like it was it was just very normal i think also because he is who he is but i even say that we we i obviously have now met a, quite a few famous people and i sure. every time i'm like nope athletes athletes do it that's same for me. We yeah. we and we get excited about athletes, but yeah. But no, I was not like It's true. She is like the chillest person around celebrities. Like I legitimately get more, more excited about certain celebrities and she's like could care less. Who would there... you fangirl over? Me? Yeah. Mhm. <sighs> I mean, celeb uh, uh athletes for sure are like my biggest. Yeah, mm-hmm. like who is someone who like kind of caught you off guard where you're just like I'm being weird, you know, like that was how, like, 
Oh, well, I, I definitely have that answer. It was Matthew Stafford. Oh, okay. I'm from. I thought, it, I, thought I did something because you pointed at me. I was like, oh, God, I don't no, even know what you this make, is. You make fun of me all the time oh for my it. Gosh. And it was very bizarre. I, I'm from Michigan. So Stafford right, was the, Lions the yeah. Lions quarterback forever. Then he comes out here to L.A. And now he's, you know, our new quarterback here. And uh, so I've been worshiping this guy for 15 years. Very long time. And then we're at Soho Malibu and uh, him and his wife, Kelly, are having dinner. And me and his wife have become Instagram friends. And okay. we've, you know, welcomed them to the new hood and, you know, figured I should go up and say hi. Um, and <laughs> we're leaving and I go to walk up to introduce myself to them. I had to like get him to go. I was like, go oh, yeah. like I was like, Kelly knows who you are. Also, everyone knows. I was like, no, you, I don't you can walk up to him. anyone. It's fine. Go up to Kelly. She knows who you are. Like it's, it's going to be I, fine. I, Natalie has done that with me too. <laughs> I'm just like, no, yeah. just fucking go. Like, no. no, I don't want to bother. Him. I like, never like... want to do it. And she's like, you can do it. It's going to be fine. Cause I had talked to, we talked about even like meeting or we had the same trainer or something like that. So it, there was conversation there. Yeah, for sure. But I did, as I was approaching, I could see, and I know this feeling I could see in his eyes that he saw somebody coming up to the table and he literally did like this yeah, and was like leg. trying yeah. to like hide and like do something. I was like, oh no, I almost flipped at Yui right then. But, <laughs> but I went and Kelly looked, saw me, they both got up, you know, gave each other hugs. Uh, but the whole time I was talking to him, I was so, she watched all of this. And I walk back and she's like, why were you stretching the whole time? <laughs> I, the whole time I was talking to him, I was in Can like you a- you stand up and show us? Yeah, yeah, I was in this like, I was like doing this split thing <laughs> like this. And I'm literally talking Like to moving him, your just, hips? Yeah, yeah. Just like this. Like, like he's talking, you? like just sticking one hip out. Yeah, like, this hip, this hip, you know. Just like wide stance talking. Yeah. Really strange. peacocking. I mean, really, with, I've yeah. done that. I, I get fucking awkward a lot. <laughs> Bizarre behavior. Stay limber. Yeah. yeah. He, he, maybe maybe he's Matt like, was yeah, going to throw the ball. You never yeah, do. You're just, yeah. I'm ready to play. Yeah. yeah. Put I'm, me an in. I'm an athlete. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. I need to take my jacket off. Right? We uh, literally got in the car and I was like, do you know what you're doing? And then I now that he noticed that and now that I actually saw that we clock him every time he does it now because it's apparently something i do uh, it's a okay i've mm. noticed it the stafford thing was the first time so i did it stance you know just a... yeah when i get nervous or uncomfortable talking to somebody i just start stretching and <laughs> moving my hips very I, I weird rock a little bit i'm like a little you know, <laughs> yeah uh tay you uh you, you mentioned earlier that uh you had some challenging relationships in the past which a lot of us do i certainly have and I think for most people, um, for the people who, you know, leave uh, challenging relationships and come into new ones, there's always like, how do I communicate that without sounding like I'm bringing in my baggage? And mm -hmm. then, you know, on your end, it's how do I support that without making her feel like I'm worried about it? But at the same time, <laughs> like... I do want to ask you questions that might come up. How did yeah. you guys, you know, you talk about communication. What are some challenges that you had in your past relationship that you felt like at least at some point, I'm sure you brought up to him as a vulnerability or like a trigger or things like that? Because I think that's something a lot of couples don't do early on is to kind of like recognize like this could be a trigger for me or this is like, could you help me out with that? How do you guys help each other? not trigger the other person from from past experiences 
Yeah. I mean, it's definitely taken like a lot of work and time and just figuring out like what little things make me tick or Taylor tick. But I think just like something that took us a while and I'm still learning is like I've like I have I struggle to like tell my emotions because I don't feel like they're valid because in the past they hadn't really been like wanted to be heard or validated and Taylor and I we we don't really ever fight because we communicate but when we're in the obviously everyone has an argument or disagreement when we're like talking about our feelings or when if I did something wrong or he did something wrong and I'm just sitting there silent he's like I want to know like what is wrong and I'm so used to just like sitting there and being like I'm sorry I'm sorry and I feel like when we first started dating you were like stop saying sorry I was like I'm sorry I mean okay like that that's like a real thing i feel like they show that like on tv like once or something but that was like actually a thing yeah for us yeah like i i like i want to hear like if you disagree with me yeah tell me like i don't care what it is i just want you to talk and at the beginning um it's true she yeah she just would you know just listen she's an incredible listener um or she would just you know apologize and i'm like dude this isn't a one-way street. Like, yeah. tell me I'm crazy, or I just like want to hear something. And we both have gotten, I feel like, you know, so much better at just openly communicating. And um, it's so hard, and definitely still like takes work. I don't think sure, it won't yeah. ever. Yeah, no, it never, it never stops. Yeah, you know, like uh, being a part of Batchernation, I have a a handful of like at least the perception of exes or some actual exes and things like that. And from time to time, things get said or, or get brought up and it becomes clickbait and, and things like that. Obviously you're a public figure. You've dated some ultra famous people in the spotlight. Uh, Natalie jokes, she has this saying BN, which is before Natalie, you know? And so like, <laughs> it's funny. And, and like she jokes, but there are times where things get caught get brought up and i can tell it there's it it irritates her it's a frustration uh how do you deal with that tay you know because you know uh you know anytime there's like an us weekly article right about yeah um, you or you know it's like it'll be about anything and then like on the bottom they'll like bring up like five different past relationships i've had and links to those past relationships in case if anyone's curious they can read but it's embedded in the article and you're just like why do they need to bring the what the fuck is that that must at some point like you had to have that must have been a kind of a new experience when you first dealt with that and how how do you deal with that was it hard for you i mean her confidence it's like you know one of the most (laughs) if not the most attractive thing about tay to me is her like confidence levels and just like self you know respect and confidence for herself is unbelievable and she just continually to this day blows my mind with it like i try and learn from her with that um but i mean yeah i don't did it ever bother you i think i think it was definitely an adjustment to like Obviously, when we first started dating and like went public, I'd like look at the tag photos to see like who caught us where. That's true. And I would see like all the photos, and it, maybe that's when I learned. I was like, I just don't even want to look because yeah. that will like spiral me. Yeah. But I think I wouldn't say I'm an overly confident person because I definitely don't like have that energy about me. But 
Yeah. I think I'm just, I am who I am. And Taylor does a very good job. He's so good at validating me and his love for me. Like he's like words of affirmation. Like he's so good at it. So I think when exes get brought up or I see stuff, cause it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen for years and years. Our kids are going to see it. So sure, yeah. it's just kind of like, Oh, that was, that was BT. Yeah. BB, yeah. That was BT. BT. I, like, I mean, kind of a joke, but like, we're Taylor Swift fans. She's written about you. She was a diehard Swifty. Like, yeah. How do you? Will you be going to her upcoming tour? Like, what's like? How does that? <laughs> how does that work? Being a fan of of someone like that, knowing that's your ex, it's got to be a, one surreal, and two, is it? Yeah. Does how does that affect you? I mean, I I feel like she's the only person. No, I don't know. You got a lot. Of, Taylor has a history of dating his co-stars. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad habit. <laughs> but well, you know, it, it you must suck a, with someone for a long time. That's where I met people. Safe place too. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, oh, yeah. that's I, how you how met you, people. How do that's you know who to trust that early on? You know. Like, yeah, I mean, and it, it is true. Like I didn't really go to college. Like I, and that was my job. So like, I, I was meeting people in the workspace, and yeah, you know. But I hope we can go. Taylor, if you're hearing this, can we come? Yeah, I'll see All if right. we can get us some tickets. I would like to go. Ticketmaster didn't crash. I'm like an OG T-Swift fan, though. OG. Like, I was trying to find this. Don't you, you have like a photo I with know. her when you're like I was nine years old or something. When she, I went to one of her first concerts, like ever. It was at the tiniest theater. My best friend like loved her and then I did too, but. What are your top three songs? Oh, like all time. Boy. She's like back you're to really, December. You're really like laying <laughs> in here. Like, no, I'm just curious. She has... She's like, oh, tell me your first song. <laughs> no, I just shake it off. Like... Um, what are my favorite ones? Um, I definitely there's a couple off the new album. You I just like. started liking her Midnight. new album. Uh huh. I was good. like, I was one of the people that was like a little bum when she like Speak Now is definitely like that album was my oh, yeah. the one that I was like that was probably one of the best albums of all time just the lyrics are insane in all of them you're Which sharing one the couch with one of the muses no this, this is, is speak true. now is that the That's, album yeah, yeah. Okay. with the purple dress okay as yeah. the cover okay. probably taylor and i are like yeah <laughs> i feel like there's been a, she has a lot of albums i i can't keep up with them. wasn't it back to december that she changed the lyrics when you were attending that show yeah here's yeah. to the boy from michigan she like swapped oh. them out like i i think i've seen that video i wasn't at that oh, show okay though. got it got it got it yeah but yeah, clever, clever assist. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. She definitely like. I mean, good on uh, another Taylor uh, for like. You just like dating Taylors. <laughs> <laughs> I got a problem. Um, <laughs> I love myself so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> One of me isn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> Must have more. Hey, she probably wouldn't have taken your last name though. So then there wouldn't have been two of you. There you go. <laughs> so like, you're sorry. like, I have to find a normal girl that will take my last uh, name. By the way, I said to her, you want to keep your last name? Because this is going to be confusing and weird. And she she was like, no. I, I had no intention on ever doing that. So I was kind of like, eh, this will be fun. Let's sure. just, let's just I was keep kinda, it. I'm like, I, you know, I used to be like more conservative and traditional. And like now it's like, <laughs> oh, whatever you want to do. I, I'm kind of like Taylor. It's just like. That's something that makes you happy. Great. I'm yeah. also yeah. like, yeah, we're married. Does it yeah. like we just got our marriage license? And we're like, oh, that's we're officially married now. Okay, I know. like doesn't cool. even feel. Real. Everyone's like, what's married life like? And we're like, is it the same for you guys? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, we say husband and wife now. So yeah, like, that's, that's new. We mark married on the doctor's office forms that's before new. you go yeah. in. Yeah, there was no I mean, kind that's of new, but uh, 
yeah, there was no kind of like, oh, this is different just because of the Honestly, vibe. when we got engaged, that that no. that was more of like a that felt more real. Yeah. In a way, for lack of a better. That but, was more of a shift for us yeah. was the engagement. Okay, yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's Uh I I, I want to put you guys on the spot a little bit in a sense that I was thinking about this uh, over the weekend too, you know. Um kind of in this new stage of my relationship, it's you know, it's like you get engaged or you get married or you, you know, it's like another, it's like a new honeymoon phase, you know, like yeah. it's, you know, it's just like, oh, this is exciting and things like that. And, yeah. you know, I think for a lot of healthy couples, you can go from dating honeymoon phase, engagement honeymoon phase, wedding, marriage honeymoon phase. And, you know, like Nally and I, like, I feel like we have a lot of good quality time together. We spent a lot of time together, but yeah. then it was just like, you know, I don't know if we date enough. Like, yeah. I don't know if we like, you know, we've done that, but yeah. I don't know. Like we go out dinner a lot, you yeah. know, and we'll yeah. talk a lot, but like making it a, like saying this is a date and then yeah. we're going yeah. to, you know, ask the questions are, are there things, and maybe, I don't know if you've talked about this or, and if you haven't, I'd love to almost for you guys to discuss it now, but like, what would be something that you think you guys could, you know, maybe be a little bit more intentional with how you guys keep things, you know, going, keep the, that excitement going because it's easy to settle in. It's, like, I, yeah. it's also nice to get comfortable in a relationship. It's nice yeah. to not have to worry about if they still like you and, but like, how do you keep, you know building that emotional connection while keeping that excitement and the spark alive in, in your relationship? What conversations, if anything, have you had? And, and I'd love for you guys yeah. to like, just, you know, work it through. No, I think that's definitely true. Cause we like, we can Very get better true. at that too, because sure. we spend like so much time together. I work from home studios at home. We like, we, we, we spend so much time together. Yep. So like setting aside time to like have that intentional. Yeah. We'll we'll do like little like before Christmas we did like a little like weekend trip just yeah. a we little love, staycation like, weekend getaways I feel like that is mm. how we do keep that element um, because it's true it's like it's just expected that we like go to dinner you know eat together but it doesn't feel like something like special because. Mm. We do it every day and we just go to the same places and like, you know, you just get in this groove yeah. of life, which is great to have, but it, it is important to keep that, um, that spark and excitement and just remind the person that's definitely something that we could get better at, but I do weekend getaways are, are very weekend fun. Getaways. Yeah. I love that. Uh, you mentioned your words, she, Taya, you mentioned Taylor's a words of affirmation guy. It sounds like that's how you like to show love. How do you show love and how do each of you receive love? I am acts of service. Yeah, very much. I will like. I'm an acts of service, yeah. I will <laughs> clean, 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 do this, do that, make this. Dude, like that is my, I think that also like is why I chose nursing is because it's like a doing, like I'm doing this for someone. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely like how I show love. It is, and that's definitely not me. So I have to, this is something I'm working on, is I have to remind myself that's how she yeah. shows, you know, love. Not the only way, but 
it's one, a yeah, big, it's a big way. way. Yeah. And I need to show her that I appreciate that. Yeah. Because did you, know, you have to communicate that to him so that you could recognize that? Because I find that for acts of service people who show love through that, yeah. it can be often overlooked. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, it can turn into like a nice like getting her a glass of water while she's in bed, yep. waking up, starting her car. Yeah, it's nice at first, but when you're in a relationship, it's easy you get to, like, used get to it. Used to it. And it just seems normal. You know, it seems normal, and like it's like yeah, you. It's like by the way, like. I don't do this because I, I necessarily like it. I, yeah. I like taking care of you. I like, yeah. I like making life easy for you because that makes me happy and that's how I show love. And it's like, I feel like, you know, when you're a words of affirmation guy and you're saying, I love you, you're the best, you're the greatest. But it's like, it's, you know that you're expressing love and acts of service, I feel like sometimes we yeah. get a bad rap or, yeah. or, or we feel underappreciated at times. And yeah. I know I have in past relationships. Like, how did you, 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 did you have to communicate that at some point to Taylor? For sure. She and has. I mean, even like, yeah, I definitely have been like, hey, um, can you just like maybe acknowledge that I did this? <laughs> or, uh, but I mean, it goes, it goes both ways because I am not a wordy person. And Taylor's always like, you still love me? I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. Just checking in. I'm like, I just did all of this stuff. Of course I love you. No, She's like, kidding. I just did the dishes. I did this. I'm like, got it. Okay, so that's what that But means. it definitely goes like both way because we are like so opposite in how like we show love. Opposite in some ways, similar in others, but yeah. but like the main ways, that's definitely. That's really interesting. Yeah. When, I mean, I know I'm sure on some level you were joking when you say, do you still love me? But like, that's a vulnerable thing to, to ask your yeah. partner yeah um like what why did what what are the, what's going on in your head when you're when you're asking tay that question and you're just kind of you know just checking in and make sure like what you know and, and have you always been that vulnerable uh in your relationships to open up and ask a question like that i mean yes it is mainly a joke i obviously know that she's yeah. in love with me and we are fantastic um it it mainly is sometimes I just want to hear it, yeah. you know, like, and I guess it probably does come from, um, some insecurity. Sure. Like I'd be lying if I said, no, it could, doesn't mean anything. I just want to hear it. Um, it probably stems from insecurity and from past relationships. Um, do you think career at all plays a role? Because I summon in your shoes, the world of an actor, there's these huge peaks and valleys of yeah. attention, support, and love, and then there can be slow periods, and, yeah. Yeah. and there's a, and you know, I'm sure on some level you've gone through periods of like, do people still love me? You yeah. know, those things like that. Is, yeah. Do you think that has played a role? You're probably, are, are you a therapist? I, I mean, you I, do we, do we, a lot of this on your show. He's been podcasting yeah. for a while. I know, <laughs> been working hard. Yeah. <laughs> How much am I gonna owe you after this session? Um, what insurance do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Out of network. Yeah. <laughs> no, you you probably- I'll bill you, you send it to your insurance. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're probably spot on. No, um, he, he definitely is. Well, there we go. <laughs> there go. No, for sure. I mean, even if like, something you're like actually struggling with or not i don't think you necessarily are anymore but that's definitely like it's just like what you know it's like been routine part of taylor's life for so long you come out with something then you're not working on, it, working on anything then it's just like this constantly yeah and so i think when we are just like sitting on the couch you're like you still love me i did tell him though when yeah when we got married he was not allowed to say what do you used to say 
you gonna break up with me or something like that mm something these like little those, this is vulnerable very this very like, vulnerable and like i know that he obviously i'm not he knows i'm not like leaving it's, it's coming from a place exactly it, it, there's, it, there's something in there it's coming yeah. from somewhere have, have you had your heart you've had your heart broken obviously before i'm assuming yeah 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 definitely for sure um it but it's yeah it's it, it that clearly is still in there and it comes out in these stupid little petty you know sure. jokey comments yeah. it's not because you know I'm actually concerned about that with her, but yeah. But it does like. Have I, you ever had dreams of her breaking up with you? Oh my yes. gosh! Mm. He'll wake up. He'll be like, "I'm so mad at you." Yeah. I'm like, "Bro, I'm done with this right now." We're yeah. halfway through the day, and I'm like, "I still can't really look at yeah, you." Yeah, she's like, "What dream Tay?" Yeah, I'm so mad at why dream do you, Tay. Why do you <laughs> like, do why? that to me? Yeah. And he'll bring it up throughout the day. I'm like, "Okay, we're we're done." We're my, I have very vivid dreams, yeah. and they feel really, really real. Sure, yeah. Um, He's like the one that twitches and talks in his sleep, and I literally have to like hit him and wake him up yeah. from his like nightmares. He's like running and screaming in his sleep. I always say like trust is a choice in a relationship, you know, especially we have past relationships and heartbreak and things like that. And that it's a it's it's it feels exciting and cool to say I can trust you. But if you've ever been hurt before, there's this and no matter what. You know, you're reminded that like, you know, the feeling of one day feeling secure and the next yeah. not. And that, and that can be a scary feeling is how do, do you guys deal with those fears pretty openly about, you know, things. And it sounds like maybe like having the dreams is an opportunity for you to like check in a little bit. I think that's healthy because like the moment you kind of take things for granted, you know, then, then who knows? Cause yeah. like. Yeah, I really I'm a big believer that like that's why I don't like the idea of fate or destiny and, and those ideas because I think like like the subplot of that saying implies that it doesn't really matter what we do it doesn't really matter how we treat each other it doesn't really matter yeah, yeah. the choices we, we like make. we're we're destined to be together right yeah. you know as opposed to uh, it's a little scarier of a way to look at it but uh, if we don't take care of this if we don't prioritize this yeah. Yeah, it could like, yeah. Tomorrow, it, tomorrow could be the end, and yeah. so, um, it's yeah. True. Uh, you guys kind of have similar vibes around that. No, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you you have to you have to put in the effort, um, or the results aren't just magically going to be pretty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like that's why our relationship works so well is because we're like we know this is going to like take work, and I think that some of that has to do with like your background and like me working as a nurse we've we've both been like struggling with stuff so we've had to like like struggling than just more than our no normal day to day like we've had that in our relationship so we've really had to like be like okay i'm gonna step out of this comfort box and really like talk about it or work through this so pick each other up yeah yeah that's great. Yeah. Uh, before we get to texting office hours, uh, Allie and Amanda created this fun little game in the okay. spirit of, of wedding planning and, and all the people uh, going on in that journey. It's going to be You guys soon. recently got married. Uh, weddings, I've recently uh, have learned, can be super expensive. Like, regardless <laughs> of what your budget is, like, sounds like everyone's spending more than they they. Yeah, it's yeah. like two or can afford or whatever. And so people, you two have gone through it. And I think every time you start uh, 
you 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 kind of reevaluate like was that worth it? Yeah. Did yeah. we have to do this, et cetera, et cetera? So we're gonna play a little game, and you guys can let us know what was worth it. What okay. could, what could you have done without? Yeah. This is just like a selfish game for me to just try to figure out where we can cut Perfect. corners, but not cut the uh, romance. Yeah. Or, you know, because it yeah. is it's nice to celebrate your love with the people you love the most. Yeah. yeah. So they, that's where they fucking get you. It's perfect timing too, because we just got our full wedding video. Oh. So we just watched it. Amazing. And literally last night. Did we you were... cry? <sighs> I didn't. I got, I think we you got, em no heart, no we got yeah, emotional exactly. during like vows and speeches. Sure. We had like a highlight reel. We still haven't released it. I've been like selfishly holding on to it. Um, yeah, I'm ready. I'm like, bro, we've had this I think five like, minute highlight reel for yeah, a couple I think months subconsciously, now. this is not to open a can of worms, but Daily Mail crashed our wedding and took photos and released them the next day. Motherfuckers. Yeah. And so I was, that was the most, that was, that was really hard for me because it was like such an intimate moment and like they catch us all the time, go to the grocery store, whatever. I don't care. But like that moment of like us having our first look, I was like, the only moment they caught was the first look, oh. which you know a pretty emotional moment they didn't like write it that it was that either so like no one knew and also like no one really picked it up and luckily we had a beautiful bug cover thing that came out the next week but i was like really bummed about that because that yeah. was like such an intimate moment yeah so i think subconsciously walls up. i'm holding on to it because i'm like i don't want to yeah. this is mine yeah. i'm keeping it but it. yeah but now that we have the whole video, maybe I will. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'll wake up one day and be like, okay. He's just like waiting for me. I'm just patiently. waiting for it whenever she's ready. All right, let's get to the game. Ball out or get her done. Okay. And so okay. it's Love whether that. you think this is something where you should really ball out, go all in, nicest possible quality, okay. or if it's just a get, get her done. done. Get her done. done. It's there. Love and it. if you're like, take it off the list, yeah. that can also be an option. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Okay, so the first Flame one is it. the cake. Would you... <laughs> Get her done. That was a get her done. Get yeah. done. We almost didn't even have one. Yeah. I was literally like, make it cardboard. I don't care. <laughs> right? You never get to eat the cake. No. Well, and we tried to cut it and it was cold out and our cake hadn't been out of the freezer. So it was still, still frozen. frozen. They served it still frozen because it was so cold outside too. So the, our photos of us trying to cut the cake, it's not cutting. Like we're like <laughs> shaking, yeah, it was, pushing. Ellie, it's what's in their the wedding? average cost of a wedding cake? Thousands, I guarantee. Oh, easy. Yeah. Especially those big ones. Average, oh, yeah. I bet a few thousand and then you can go up from there oh maybe not the average u.s wedding cake is 350 that feels mm. low that well, feels no because that's that's the average like couples spend around 125 and on the higher end they typically spend upwards of 700 even over a thousand on a wedding cake yeah huh. the so cake get... pricing factors include time ingredients flavor size the level of intricacy the type of frosting I like good old customization from like, you know, Piggly Wiggly. That looks for me. <laughs> Piggly Wiggly. I've seen so many TikToks of people buying like sheet cakes or just normal cakes, taking off the frosting, refrosting it, and it's yeah. good to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. So we did get one, but we, we just got it for like the quick photo op. We're like, okay, should we just get one? My parents were like, you have to have the cake photo. And yeah. I was like, okay. So you can also do a hack is you can use cardboard or something, build it, Make a fake frost cake. it. Yeah. Add a tiny sliver of actual cake so you can cut something and pull it out. There you go. And in the back kitchen, there's a sheet cake being cut up for guests. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Love Brilliant. That. Okay. Next right. one is a wardrobe change for the reception part. 100%. What's okay. it called? Ball out. Ball, Ball out. out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, we both did it. We both changed. 
Yeah. Yeah. You have to. You have to be able to like break it down. Mm-hmm. At least totally. if you're okay. dance floor. Is and it's fun to just, yeah. you know, have another look. Best and yeah. have another look. I'm yeah. all about another fun look. Yeah. yeah. And on the topic of breaking it down, dance lessons before a first dance. Mm. Oh, we did not do that. You would have been open to it. She brought up the idea and I was just like, no. I kind of hate those. <laughs> you know, when the couple does dance yeah. lessons, so they was like... All right, we spent thousands of dollars on ballroom dancing, so like we're gonna put on like a really bad <laughs> performance for you, so that we it's can like a show dancing you. Dancing with the stars for hey, he was on Dancing with the Stars. Let's <laughs> not drag but that's it. That's the kind of the point. It's just like <laughs> no one cares that you guys can kind of kind of ballroom kind dance of now, dance. <laughs> but instead of like having a romantic first yeah. dance, these couples are out there like doing yeah. the waltz, and yeah. I'm just like. I don't want to have to worry in that moment about choreography. Yeah. Totally. Like, I want to just like. Well, and you can kind of run it through without it being like. Other, say like, some sweet things to each other. Soak yeah. in the moment. I yeah. didn't want to have to worry about one, two step. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Next one topical is a live band. This is a. I'm very curious about this answer. I know. What'd you guys have? We went without. So we, we just did the DJ. DJ. And with that did you DJ, like that? did you ball out? Did you get her done? Did you regret not having the band? No. No. Great answer. Yeah. No. Well, no, but we did. A couple of our friends are musicians, and like they sang a couple songs. Amazing. That's so true. That yeah. was, I love that. It that was, was a great. We were like, we'll do the DJ, and we'll have a couple of our friends sing some songs, and it was a great. I just feel like I've been to some really cool weddings with some live bands, amazing live bands, and yeah. I'm... They're so good that I imagine they're super expensive. <laughs> and, and, but nevertheless, no matter how good a live band is, you're just like, that almost sounds like the original kind yeah. of like <laughs> vibe. And so it's just like, do we, you know, I get the whole like, I don't want to pay tens of thousands of dollars for the, like the charm. Yeah. Of the live, because that's what you're paying for. You're it's paying like for the aesthetic. It's kind of like getting a record player yeah. versus having like yeah, a just really nice play. Bluetooth yeah. speaker. You know, when you give like, you, you're just like, is that DJ really playing music or do you just play, play on his iPod? Like, honestly, <laughs> who gives a shit? It sounds the same. We're clubbing. Just you get know? on like, the dance floor and enjoy it. Floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh I'm glad that you said that. Yeah. Because I, I, that's, I'm willing to die on that, on that hill, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Good to Unless know. there's a band out there that just wants to like show up. Right. Great. But. Right. Until that happens. I don't want to pay you. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. You're doing it for exposure. Um, the flowers. Ball yeah. out all the way. That, that was, was my that number was one. Out. That was my, like, absolutely. People will, will say, like, flowers die. I'm sure you were going to say that. But, <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm... <laughs> but the flowers, like, that was always the one thing that I really wanted was flowers. Mm -hmm. I love flowers regardless. I love making arrangements and all that stuff. But, like, looking at our photos like the flowers at our ceremony i i walked down the aisle when we were standing up there i was like looking around like in shock and i knew exactly what they were going to look like but mm -hmm. it like exceeded all of my expectations and it yeah. just looks unreal it really made the day for us so yeah i agree that is something to ball out on um but be prepared yeah because be prepared. also thank you for not... actually like knowing what they look like and embracing the fact that they were worth it because i feel like every couple who talks about their wedding it's always the groom that goes i don't even know we had flowers <laughs> uh, <laughs> i don't even yeah. i didn't well even that realize. was the nice thing about yeah. taylor because we like equally planned the wedding that's awesome he was very much involved which was nice did, did you enjoy that 
Yeah, yeah, I did. He loves party planning. We like love yeah. hosting. We love like doing Game things night. like that. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, we love curating. You know, a fun evening and stuff. So, what was your theme of your wedding, if you had one? That's where I'm gonna sound. Did we have? I a would theme? say it was like a romantic. It was. It was like white nudes and dark green, um, yeah. with like kind of like a romantic yet like whimsical. You could have had it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I do. I yeah. do love the new brand. And then we we knew that we wanted to do it um, in Paso, Paso Robles, which is a place that means a lot to us. Um, we've that's that's our main weekend getaway. We were okay. talking about weekend getaways. That's where we go a few times a year at least. So we just have a lot of memories from there, and it's kind of like our little escape. Um, so we knew right off the bat, like that's where we're getting married. So it was also beautiful because we got married in the middle of the vineyards, like up in the mountains and the landscape. We yeah. didn't have to do too much. We just enhanced yeah. what it already for sure. was. If yeah. flowers was the number one ball out item for you, Tay, for you, Taylor, like, was there something kind of equivalent where you were like, we got to go all out on this. This is really important. Yeah. Did you have to fight to have anything <laughs> that she was like, eh. <clears throat> I don't think so. I, the agreeing to sign the bill for the flowers, that was tough. But I, it did mean a lot to me as well. Mm-hmm. But just seeing that number is yeah, they, terrifying. Super yeah. shock. Yeah. 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 But, and does it matter? Like, what does it like the season matters? Because because aren't flowers like more expensive expensive in the winter? Well, it depends on what flowers you're getting. Um, seasonal flowers, I guess. Well, yeah. Know. It just yeah. I loved like there were certain flowers. My sister just got married this past fall that they wanted but they couldn't preview because they wouldn't be ready until Mm. the fall but it was like a cute moment because my brother-in-law's a landscape architect so like the flowers were like his thing it was like turned it on its head because he was like these colors these certain flowers yeah i love that well and on the last one open bar yes we did but we we just closed it for the dinner portion um yeah what we did was when people got there we had wine we had mm-hmm. like a white and welcome then, rose and white yeah and then they Get went a little up, sleepy yeah <laughs> went up, watched the ceremony and then when they came back for cocktail hour then we had the bar open and then when we went inside for dinner we closed it we had like a whole wine pairing thing with mm-hmm. dinner um so it was like more wine based instead of like actual yeah. tequila did you do any sort of like his and hers cocktails yeah we did we did it the Tays and then a Remy and a Lily that are our dogs. Oh. Um, and we only we only had we only had tequila. We only did we did just yeah, we tequila. Yeah, on we one. only we only had Casamigos. Like they they <laughs> did that. our great. Yeah, awesome. it was it was a great. We we love the Casamigos family. They're friends of ours and yeah, they did the other than the wine that we had which is from the venue that we did it. Uh, it was a Casamigos bar and they made three um, nice. cocktails for us using Casamigos and it was fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. This is very helpful. So artfully balled out on the yeah, bar. But it's, it's important to find where you, it's important to identify the things that matter to you and you are just going to say it's going to hurt, <laughs> but we're going to, you know, spend a little more on that because it means a lot to us. And then it's important to identify some ways that you can scale back. I would say like non-negotiable. You have to have photographer and videographer because yeah. our best friends didn't have a videographer. And that changes the videos. Yeah. What makes it. You, yeah. That's, that's like those are the like especially watching all of our footage back. We're like, I mean, 
yeah, just recently getting engaged, I could say that like, yeah. I'm, if that was a note that she gave that I wouldn't have done if she hasn't, but it's yeah, um, it's it was it's been cool. nice to have. This has been very helpful, guys. Thank you for yes. uh, the, anytime the, the the wedding planning. Thank tips. <laughs> All right, it's time for texting office hours. How's it going? Hi, um, my name's Sarah. I'm 24 years old. And my ex-boyfriend, who I have not seen in two years, sent me a dozen roses on our anniversary. Okay. And, and, hmm. do. and you don't know what to Is that the roses in the background that I'm looking at? <laughs> that is the roses. Yeah. Oh, my God. The roses in question. <laughs> they look nice. Yeah. Thank so you. You don't. Did they come them? in the vase or did she put them well, in the vase? I mean, those things are expensive. I didn't know how much they were. I, I gotta put They're them nice on. roses. Yeah, did know. they okay. come with the vase? Here's what I want to know. Here, my Not first question well, is, uh, when you finally realize what they were and who were they from, what was that first feeling? Whatever it was, fear, um, excitement, confusion, uh, like, you know, a little bit of validation. What was it? It was kind of, Fear, maybe. Yeah, I would say kind of fear. Fear. Like, and okay, so what were you afraid of? Were you afraid of your feelings that it was making you feel? Or no, it was, it was more just like, because I'd kind of, we'd had a conversation about me expressing that like this was never going to happen mm, again. Okay. And then when I saw that after not speaking to him for, I guess, three months at that point, two months, three months, I was like, oh, Oh my god! <laughs> like he's still still trying, and I don't know. I felt kind of bad. Are so you in on. a relation, a different relationship currently, or are you single right now? I'm single right now. Okay. I've been dating, but yeah. Okay. Okay, but uh, you're not like you're not. The fear isn't from a place of like. Is he like stalking, like stalking you or anything oh, no. like that? Okay, yeah. It's just no. more. Just want him to move on and be happy and like it's been two years i've been in another relationship since we broke up mm -hmm. and i just like this is kind of an indication that he's not and i don't and i don't know he's trying he's just trying really hard and i don't know what to so do the, 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 it wasn't just the flowers he must be he's, there's other things he's doing well yeah actually in the summer he came with his family um because he lives in mexico he came with his family to visit my city um like it was with his whole family so i believe that it was a vacation but also i think in part because he mm. did live here for a year as well so he has other reasons to come here besides just me um but at the time we weren't really talking and i think he wanted to see me and talk to me about the whole situation because we actually broke out or broke up when like over long distance, like we never had a conversation in person. Mm -hmm. So I think he kind of wanted to come and talk in person and then had hoped that I would see him while he was visiting. But I was away and in another relationship. And then also while he was here, because he didn't see me, he ended up buying me like a $400 bracelet and left it at my work for me with my oh. best friend to give to me. Did you wear the bracelet? I do wear the bracelet. It's four hundred dollars. <laughs> I, I love the honesty. It's a nice bracelet. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of an awkward territory of like, hey, I didn't ask for it. You gave it to me. Okay, I'm gonna wear it, but like, I also don't owe you anything in a weird yeah. way. And, and he did say that, like, when we talked about the bracelet and everything, he did kind of say that at least was an apology. In a why did you guys break up? 
Um, many reasons. Well, mostly because of long distance, I would say. Um, and poor communication on his part. Um, and COVID. So kind of a combination of those three things. When COVID started, I lived there for a few months. And then I came back to, because I live in Canada, I came back to Canada. So I came back and that kind of effectively made things a little bit like, we didn't know how long it was going to go on for the restrictions and everything. So we were just kind of like, yeah. we never really had a conversation about breaking up because he's really bad at communication. And like, we just kind of filtered out our talking at that point. <laughs> so and then, other than the communication, yeah. obviously, but well, that's not, not, not a great, not, it's not a great thing to not be good at in a relationship, True. but COVID and long distance in a, in a fantasy world, if all of a sudden you guys were, you know, 10 miles apart, uh, and he was doing this, would you entertain it? Would you accept a date from him if he was local? Good question. Well, that's the thing. And like, that's kind of the thing I said to him when we spoke back in November, when I kind of told him like, this isn't really going to happen anymore. I was just like him as like who he is as a person. Like I know him very well. We've been on and off, I guess for like almost six years now. And like, I, I have a lot of love for him and, and his values, his character, like all those things I really appreciate and I love about him, but the communication is just such a big issue that it's something that regardless of where he lived, he would need to work on that. Is uh, words of affirmation, a love language of yours? Um, not necessarily even, I mean, I feel like my love language is all of them. <laughs> Except uh, for gifts, which is funny, but. Um, which I think is his love language. Clearly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, what, from a communication <laughs> standpoint, what? Clearly, <laughs> he's crushing it on uh, that front. Uh, what? What specifically? Because you know, uh, it's. I think for the people listening, would love to know, like, what? What were those challenges? How did you try to address it? And then, how did you finally realize? You know, I'm not getting what I need in this relationship and whether he improves or changes or not, I'm not willing to wait around for that. Um, okay, so this sounds kind of crazy, but when we would get in fights long distance, like not fights even, if I was to express something that I was like not happy about over text message, he would literally not reply to me for like two weeks. Like I would send a message being like, hey like i feel like we haven't been i don't know making enough time for each other or whatever right um like i don't like the way that you've been doing this blah 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 and then he would not say anything for like two three weeks and the first time it happened Jeez. i was like completely devastated because yeah. i thought i was gonna be ghosted yeah and then he people responded. get pissed off for two or three hours I, yeah. yeah i was not expecting weeks to follow that yeah. <laughs> yeah. no it's pretty crazy but that's something I think he, it's not just me, like it's a thing in his life. He's really bad at communicating. It's something that he's acknowledged and like, he never really worked on it while we were together, to be honest. And like, I gave him a lot of opportunity to do so. Like I was like, if, if you need, like, I understand that it's really difficult for you to um, communicate. So even if you can just give me some sort of indication that you need time to or think. Or that you're alive. <laughs> that you're alive yeah then that's fine with me and like take your time like i'm not a partner who like needs to talk to you all the time and that kind of thing like i'm fine with that but like just let me know you need some time and he got better but it was never 
right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it, it was happened. horrible. <laughs> yeah, it happened probably like three or four times. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it was sporadic. Um. Well, it was just like whenever we had an issue that we had to talk about, he would just disappear on you. He would just disappear. Yeah. Which Yikes. sounds crazy. That's like emotional torture. Yeah, it was. The first couple times it was, and then I like realized. And then he would like, send gifts afterwards. I bet, I'm guessing. No, no, no. He <laughs> didn't actually. That's the thing. Like he didn't. It was just like I don't know. There was always a reason, and I. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. There was always so, like. So what are these excuse. messages you sent in? Because there's a lot of there's a it's a long message. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wait. Are you looking at the ones the the WhatsApp? Yes. Mu- yeah, is that what I'm looking at? Yes. yes. Okay. If I got sent a text message like this, I, I instant anxiety. <laughs> is this from you or to him or the other way around? So first, we had been talking on and off for a few. I guess that was that was early November. So we'd been talking off on and off for about three months. Um, this was after I'd received the bracelet, which is why I kind of started talking to him again because I was like, well, thanks bracelet and how was your time we were visiting so like what's uh what's at the end of this money tree let's uh and was that was that like coming from a place of curiosity or also kind of like a, oh it would be polite for me now that he's given me this nice gift to like check in on him well when he came to visit the city i'm really close with his family as well and his cousin is one of my really good friends and she was here too and so like I work at a restaurant, I had like made a reservation for his whole family to come sit like in a nice section at the restaurant where I was work, where I work. There was never like a animosity between us after our breakup. Like it was just like, I was with someone else. I don't even know how he found out, but I think his cousin told him. Um, so I just didn't really talk to him at all. But like when he was going to be in my city, I was kind of like, oh, like have a good time. Like, I don't, I don't even remember. So you were exactly. genuinely curious maybe is what you were saying? Yeah, for sure. Like, okay. I don't know. I cared about him. We cared about each other. He was a big part of my life. I care about his cousin as well and his family. So we were just talking already. And then I didn't know about the bracelet until I got back from a trip. And then I got, and then I received it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. I didn't know what to do. And then I thanked him. And then those messages came after about three months later. We'd just been talking aimlessly because we enjoy talking to each other. And there was really no direction in what was happening because we weren't back together. We were both single. We were just talking every day. But there was no, like, I consciously wasn't sending hearts. Like, we never said I love you or anything like that. It was just really, like, talking about our days. And then all of a sudden, he sent me that first big text. Mm-hmm. And then we had a back and forth. It's a lot to read. He's the, uh, hey, I've been thinking a lot about this. Yes. You know, I'm not yeah. the best at doing it. Yeah. Whatever. English is not his first language either. So that's, you can kind of. Okay. There's any like syntax. I'm really happy for you because you got your degree and you're working really hard to achieve your next one. I think you always wanted to be a nurse. So I'm sure you will do it. Uh, great. Also, I, I know it's going to consume most part of your time and it's the way it's supposed to be, but I'm feeling maybe. You're not going to have time to talk. And that's the way I was feeling just the last week. I just wanted to tell you, because I really, I'm, I'm really confused. I didn't know what to do. What's he confused about? So I think he's, he was feeling confused about our talking, like the fact that we were talking again okay. constantly. Well, because you randomly brought me a bracelet and sent me flowers and like <laughs> well because i think he was like well that's the thing with the communication like instead of saying what he wanted 
Mm-hmm. You know, like he put it on you and acted like, "Why am I so confused? Like, how did this happen?" Yeah, <laughs> it showed back up in my life. Uh, because he says here later, the bracelet was actually my way to apologize for everything. Yeah, I'm thinking that now. I, I know you don't care about that kind of stuff, but it was really the only option I had. Well, no, the other option you had was to communicate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for disappearing on you for three weeks. Here's a bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> does it talk, the bracelet? Does it, like, does it communicate? Does it, <laughs> does it let him know that he's, like, not, like, at the clubs? Because I'm sure it's, I mean, your partner disappears on you for that period of time. You're definitely, like, You're like, are you, are you well? Yeah, are you alive? <laughs> yeah. Are you well? Like, I had an ex do that to me once. Really? Where before we broke up, and he literally didn't communicate with me, and I had to, like, text his brother and be like, uh... Is he like alive? Wellness check. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so what do you want to do? What's your goal? I don't know. Okay. Because it's just. More you don't com- even know what you want to do. I don't really know what I want to do. Because it's honestly, it's more complicated than it seems like the communication. I actually would argue the opposite. Usually. I know. I knew you're going <laughs> to. Like, we love to complicate our own shit. But like, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, what do you want? <laughs> well, okay. Because I do, despite everything. And like. Uh, there's a lot more background as to why he has the communication issues that he has. And like his cousin and I have talked about it as well, because she's very aware of it as well. And it's like something that is an issue in his life. It's not just in his relationships. Yeah. So I don't know why, but I give him like a little bit of grace with that. Like, okay. I, I mean, we, that's part of love and, and yeah. caring about people, even if you're not in a relationship to, we all know, like we're, we're incomplete people were not perfect and you know whether it's you know we you need patience in a relationship even in friendships and then there's other cases where you know i think a lot of us have different types of trauma or different experiences that can cause us to be the way we are and Mm -hmm. and and if oftentimes we get good at masking that trauma and we look like kind of uh capable people in, in in the world but in our interpersonal relationships or close relationships and sometimes those imperfections can come out and maybe his did come out in this like you know leaving you alone wondering but it's still like, like yeah. it might be you know as we often talk it's 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 an explanation it's not a justification like yeah, it helps you understand okay fine yeah his cousin told me this is why he does what he does but like you still can't be in a relationship where that happens because again it's emotional like torture it's just the having confusion in your own relationship sucks so the question that you have to ask yourself is do you think he is capable of making the uh, doing the work and are you willing to be patient enough to do the work because has he done any therapy at all between uh, them then and now you you mentioned he's a different country he they culturally they might have different uh, views on on therapy um and that might be a struggle but if if this is something where you can empathize with why he is the way he is that's still not an excuse to like take him back you can only do that if if you have at least the confidence that he's willing to do the work and even then it's still a major risk on your part which hey we love taking risk for the people we love but you have to be pragmatic and and your decision but um yeah that that's what are your thoughts on what i just said like yeah no i agree with you 100 percent. and like i think for me and that's something i said to him 
when we Zoom called after those texts and as well as in the texts is that like, I'm not willing to take him back the way he was and the way things were. Um, and I definitely, but even the way he's been, the way he even initiated that conversation with me to begin with, like the one that you guys have mm-hmm. is completely something I would never expect him to do. Like that is a level of communication that we did not have during our relationship. So even him doing that and acknowledging his issues with that and expressing to me as however it was is like a big step for him, I think. And shows to me that he is trying and like the fact that he's like apologized and tells me like he has regrets about everything. Cause like that was never like he would apologize, but it was never expressed like that. So, so that, I mean, that's a good start. I think that's to me hearing that that's a justification for you to have hope rather than delusion because some people we can like dilute ourselves into having hope that we really shouldn't have you know it's like we want to give the people we love a second and a third and a fourth chance but sometimes there's just like we've talked to enough people on the show to be like i don't really think they're not really giving you anything but like we can steal we can make excuses all day long for people so it sounds like he's giving you a reason to hope but my concern for you is like that's still not there's a certain amount of like like what he did was severe like that's Mm -hmm. not a like a an annoying thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like there's ev- also some potential infidelities in the relationship as well. Potential or he <laughs> Um, he's never owned up to anything, but I Your your body tells you Yes. And yeah, I don't know. It, it's so complicated. I could go on about it. It's just it's the whole thing has been really complicated from the very it's beginning. It's not complicated. Well, we knew each other for two days before he went back to Mexico. Okay. And our whole start of our relationship was over text message. And then we started seeing each other every two months. And then I lived there and then I didn't. And then I did. And like the communication, it's just. You don't have the trust that you want to have. Yeah. But like even the fact that he, he was the one to initiate all of these messages and everything and this whole thing is like showing me that he's. Yeah, but is that not just the same thing as him sending gifts? Hope's dangerous. Just because he like pops back in with a gesture or a gift or communication, it can't like negate or erase the fact that you've spent so much time confused and you don't know if there's been cheating and you don't know these things. Here's what I would do if I were you in this situation. Uh, Because it sounds like you're having a hard time being honest with yourself about how you really feel Mm -hmm. and you keep saying it's complicated it's confusing and you're kind of going back and forth i if i were you i would just say okay i'm just name it i'm literally considering taking him back or starting this up i am considering that because i don't even think you've acknowledged that to yourself but you clearly are you prominently displayed those roses in the background you're wearing the place that you're talking (laughs) about like that is you you're considering it so just name that just acknowledge it Stop pretending that you're not uh, and just be honest with yourself. And then step two would be, what do I need in a relationship that I want to have? And I'm guessing that's going to be like good communication. Uh, I don't want to be confused and I want to have trust and I want to have honesty. And then write down the things that like you were missing in the relationship you had with him. And it sounds like trust and communication were on those things. And those are big and you have to figure out how how to get those and 
again, like you can make excuses for them all day long about whatever trauma or whatever culture, like fine, you know, that's, that's all. Those excuses are just you saying, cool, he's not a sociopath, you know, like he, he, you know, whatever mistakes he has or the things he says, like it come, I can explain it. There's some, maybe some pain there or whatever, but either way, it's not getting fixed unless he wants to fix it and he has to want to fix it and he has to want to do the work yeah. and you can't want to do it for him. You can say, Hey, listen, this is what I'm going to need from you. And this is where you're going to have to, what you're going to need to do. And then you have to stop and see if he's willing to do it because he does have to do it for himself. And then you can take the risk of saying, all right, well, I'll let you in a little slowly, but I think you just have to let him know quite honestly what you were missing and what it, what it's going to require for you to have trust. Because if you still don't know if, if there was infidelity, but your, it's your, your gut tells you that there was, and whatever that infidelity was, like, you know, that he, you're feeling it in your bones that you don't have it. And until you can be a hundred percent certain that, uh, he was telling the truth or he wasn't, then you, you can't build trust back up without knowing the truth, you know? Cause like if someone lies to you, it's a val- you know, it's a violation of that trust, but like, at least now you fucking know. And now you can yeah. work through and, and see if they recognize that they lied and just own up to it and try to figure out why they lied. What was the justification? What was like, what was going on in their body and, and things like that. And I think, um, those are things that might be helpful to help you work through this challenge that you're facing. You are very much like in love with his potential and who, and who you believe he can be. And that's awesome. And it's exciting to believe in someone but he still has to show you he's worth believing in and he has to do the work. And so you can't do it for him. You can't be his coach. You're not his therapist. You can't guide him. You just have to let him know what was missing and what you need and see if he's receptive to that and see if he's actually willing to do the steps because he can't buy you bracelets and flowers to like get by uh, and, and get through his shortcomings. I guess I didn't want to add anything or... I, yeah, all really I really hit it on there. Yeah, you got a lot of good stuff. This isn't your first rodeo. Uh, I, all I would say is, I, I just a part of me doesn't like the hold that he has on you, where you say that you know you were fine before you know he reached back out, before he sent the flowers. Like you weren't thinking about him in your everyday life, and you were on that path to like moving on, and he all it takes is he can pop in whenever he wants and it throws this, you know, hurricane back into the situation. And you just have to decide like, how long do I want to be patient for? How, how long do I want to, to wait and have the patience to see if he can change? Because all I would say is like a relationship should, it should make you better. He should make you a better person. He shouldn't hold you back. So once you decide what you want, he shouldn't be holding you back in any way. Like I'm sure Nick can attest. I'm, I'm sure Nat makes you a better person. Tay makes me a better person. And you, if you're not feeling that in the relationship, I don't think, you know, you're yeah, in the right. Like it's fun to have a project every now and then, but like, in a relationship, it's not sustainable. Yeah. You know, and yeah. we've all had our projects in relationships, 
But I think to Taylor's point, um, you need to feel fulfilled. And right now, I think the, it sounds like a big part of your relationship was, again, potential. And then, you know, he certainly gave you something to do. He gave you something to worry about. You know, it's, you certainly weren't bored because even when you were worried or wondering, it was, that was stimulation. But yeah, the question is, is like, you know, that, that guy that just, just drives you nuts over time. And, you know, you're, there's something in your gut that tells you it's not the right fit. And there's just something in your kind of curiosity or your heart that just wants to, to give him a chance. I don't think there's a wrong answer. I just think you need to do a better job of just being honest with yourself of what that is and mm -hmm. just write it down if you need to. Stop saying it's confusing because that's just kind of a romantic, like that's you romanticizing it. It's like, oh, well, no one understands how, how complicated it is because like our love is so like, you know, complicated. complicated and like out of this world or whatever. But I don't know if I could be with him, but it's just like, nah, it's just like you have to, you, you want better communication, communicate to him what you would need, you know, and that's not him giving him hope. That's just you. Cause this, this game you guys are playing, it's just something to do, but you're, it's not getting you every conversation you have. And that, that's where, you know, you have good communication. It should Whatever there's, if you have a conversation, there's a question, there's a goal. Like, what are we even talking about? What are we fighting about? What are, what are we discussing? And hopefully every conversation you have gets you closer to an answer, you know? Yeah. Like not. if you're talking for an hour and you're just like, so what did we decide? You know, like, yeah. and I've been in relationships like that. We, like we yeah. all have, where it's like, oh, we just talk to talk. Yeah. And, you know, and then in between those conversations, we say nice things like, I really care about you and you're the greatest and blah, blah, blah. And like, I but like, did it get us anywhere? You know, so you, when you talk to him, challenge yourself to, ha to say the things that you're feeling and communicate what you want from him and see how he responds. Because I'm guessing you have developed a pattern with him of not being totally honest with him about what you want because you know he's a bad communicator and you hate the feeling of communicating your needs with him and then getting stonewalled by him, by him just not, answering you and then that's a shitty like stonewalled feeling. and disappointed yeah. too because it's also like it sounds like you're like naturally kind of like taylor was saying like someone who wants to elevate your partner and like make sure you're helping them become the best version of yourself and it seems like that's something that you naturally give freely and i think sometimes like an experience i've had is like realizing that i stopped giving it freely at some point and then realizing i was actually making them rack up a debt and then there's this like feeling of like resentment yeah, if they yeah. don't ever pay it off yeah and so it's like you don't want to put yourself in a situation where this thing that you were like so inherently good at doing and he literally tried to pay you off yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's with like this is a this is a my, with a different I'm, I'm currency sorry. here's some here's a <laughs> literally he was like here's a bracelet <laughs> and you're like okay that's like, nice <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> you're like, yeah, like, what are you up? What's up? Would have been like yeah. you know, a little bit better. Like, <laughs> I love you or everything's fine or like, this is how I'm feeling. You know, you would have loved to hear that. Yeah. And yeah, I think you're really good at making excuses for them too. <laughs> yeah, like my friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's because you care about them. That's okay. But you got, you got to be honest with them. You got to be honest with yourself first about what you want and don't get caught up in this little, like you've, you've created this little side romance and it's fun. It's, you know, getting back with an ex and 
there's it it's just be careful you don't get sucked into like you're creating a like a a situationship with an ex type of thing because this is taking your emotional energy yeah and it might be fun for now but it might reach to a point where it just becomes a little toxic uh and then you might cross a line that you don't even realize you're crossing that like then you have to get over him again yeah yes so do i text him i I said definitely should text him something well i said thank you for the flowers great okay Um, (laughs) okay (laughs) now i think you should communicate what first i think you should take some time and think about what you want yeah Yeah. that's the first step and then because i haven't responded to his response really write down a response and then read it back and then ask yourself am i actually saying what i want yeah okay and you there's no rush for you to respond he yeah even just you don't <laughs> compare apples to apples but yeah. he definitely left you on red for a long time but you guys aren't together so you don't even owe him a response technically yeah. so you take, as take long the as time you need. you need yeah but if you do decide to you know give it a chance or just allow him back in in any way I would just set like an internal clock on how long, you know, you are okay um, going along with it before you get 100% clarity. And if you don't get that by whatever, you know, time you set that clock to, you need to be, you know, willing to, to move on and do what's best for you. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. All right. Keep you us got updated. Keep us posted. Okay. Thanks. Uh, Stay strong. It's okay to acknowledge that you are curious. Don't stop pretending that you're like you saying that you're open to is doesn't. It's just just get it out there. Be honest with yourself because otherwise it's just so fucking confusing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care. Nice to meet you. Bye. 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 Uh, Tay Taylor. This has been a ton of fun. Whew. Before I let you go, any final thoughts? You know, you got your show, what, all the podcasts out there. Why should people listen to yours? Because they should. Um, no. <laughs> all right. Oh, and, we sold it. and that's it. See you guys. <laughs> no, I think it's, it's really special. Um, I think it's really cool that we are husband and wife doing something together, mm-hmm. talking about a topic that is very hip and in, but a big thing I believe is like, a lot of culture right now is like woo mental health but like what what are we doing like what's next like what's the next step you take what are how are you talking through it with someone kind of what we were just talking about with her mm-hmm. is like if you don't put the we can you know talk about mental health and how each one of us you know is struggling with you know it in a different way but if you don't have the sources the tools and the the steps to take forward um then what are we doing like yeah. we have to so uh, yeah, we're just going to have a lot of open conversation about our different, you know, us navigating that as individuals, as a couple, and have a lot of super fun, you know, guests, uh, either, you know, celebrity guests, expert guests. We're super excited to talk to some, some doctors, really therapists, wise people to get because obviously, like, I love hearing people's stories and you can learn sure. something from every story, but I also love learning. So I feel like even just listening to a therapist talk, give like some of their favorite tools or um, a doctor's like how your brain works or something like that. Um, there's just a lot that can be taken away from that. So we're 
we're just really pumped and excited to just be vulnerable and share yeah and just help people honestly like yeah. that's that's the whole reason like obviously the whole reason i went into nursing but that's the whole reason i kind of started lemons by tay my nonprofit, and now the podcast is just like it's just exciting to see all these little things come together but how do you guys help each other be successful because i i talk a lot about the things i do in my relationship you know i uh, i can be either really quiet and aloof or when i get a thought in my head i i'll just i won't shut the fuck up and and sometimes i can wait to speak rather than listen and so uh nally at times when we're at dinner under the table will like just kind of grab my leg a little bit you know <laughs> and i know that like she's not criticizing me or making yeah. me feel bad but it's just like okay shut the fuck up you know <laughs> things like that uh or or it's just maybe communicating our needs how do you guys uh help each other with any like bad habits and things that you guys saw in each other where it's just like, Hey, you know, it's a bad habit. Cause it's, it's one thing, you know, in relationships, you know, we like to like, you know, I, I do this sometimes and we love to hear from our partners. No, it's not a big deal. It's fine. But mm -hmm. like, you know, you're really in love and you feel close with someone where you're like, Hey, there's this thing I do. And they're like, yeah, no, I, I I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's work through it. Yeah. Like how, how is there anything that you guys do with each other that you're kind of helping support the other person through a bad habit or a weakness or insecurity or something like that yeah i think what's been like the biggest game changer is that when one of us brings something up to the other we know it's not from a judgmental place yeah and obviously that took time for us to get there that takes time for couples to get there but yeah. i know when taylor's like hey like you you did this wrong or i think you should do that not even you did this wrong but maybe you should try doing it like this because this can come across as that mm -hmm. i'm like oh okay i don't like he doesn't put it in a way. I know he's not trying to like judge me or make me feel bad. He's genuinely just trying to like help me. I think the key is before you can do that, you have to build the love and like more importantly, the respect. Yeah. Because if you don't know that the other person respects you wholeheartedly, then you're just going to be defensive mm -hmm. when your partner yeah. brings up those things. But if you know the respect is there, that's something you have to build first. Then that's what allows you both to be able to like, hey, I love you, but you know, you know, you do this. Is there a, is there a thing one of you guys do that you're willing to share? I would maybe think sometimes you like get in a mood, and I'm like, I'll just like look at you, and I'm like, please stop. Yeah, eat this. Yeah, <laughs> heal. Yeah, and she uh, she's also she's also good at just like calming me. Yeah. Like if I'm if i'm anxious like she knows she can sure. tell she knows me better than anyone so sometimes it is as simple as just putting like her hand on my leg and just being like letting me know she knows and sometimes that's all you, you need yeah just like you know if you're feeling anxious you're upset you're worked up whatever sometimes it is as simple as her just like going like this yeah. and that's her saying I know you're going There's through a it right now. Anxiety. Yeah. You know, you kind of feel. So just to know that yeah. she's in it with me and like she's got my back, like it automatically takes me from here to here. That's great. Yeah. It's a good feeling. Awesome. Well, guys, can't thank you enough for coming on and uh, sharing a little bit about your relationship. Congratulations on your new show. Please let everyone know where they can listen to it. Yeah, you can listen to it everywhere. We have it on YouTube. It's Remind called the name. The Squeeze. The Squeeze. The Squeeze. We got an Instagram. We got YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you. And in the uh, like, where can they follow you on Instagram for the Squeeze? At the Squeeze. At the Squeeze. How'd you guys get the Squeeze? You know, may know Pull somebody. Some, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
I'm a movie star. Cool. <laughs> um, it's been a real pleasure uh, to have Thank you guys. You for uh, congratulations us. on your relationship and your show and all the happiness to you guys. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you. Congrats to you and Natalie. Uh, as we well. appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to send in those questions at asknick at thevilefiles.com. Also, tonight, don't forget, we have another episode of Better Date Than Never, our live show on AMP, AMP, all about dating and the do's and don'ts and people's wild stories we always get into it it's a ton of fun again it's live it's interactive we would like to bring you guys up and uh chat with us and debate dating various dating topics uh i think uh tonight we'll talk a lot about double standards when mm-hmm. it comes to dating you know we're drinking spicy marks what, what, and talking what double, double standards. standards are like still appropriate what are outdated and uh, they're going to debate that a little bit. It's a lot of fun. So be sure to check that out. If you haven't, download the AMP app already. It's free. If you have an iPhone, Allie, where can you do it? If you have an Android? You can go to onamp.com if you want to listen. You won't be able to participate. But if you want to listen and you want to log on via a laptop instead of an Apple iPhone, Amazing. that's where you can find We'll it. see you tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Bye. Bye.